There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. We are learning this morning that the Oscar envelope fiasco may have been Twitter's fault. Also, the In Memoriam segment missed a few dead people, but seem to have added one who's still alive. And the Dancing with the Stars this season, totally rigged. Although, not that I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I've suspected this since the beginning of the show. Of but time. Mm-hmm. we'll get into that here in a minute. First, let's begin this hour's e-news with the Oscar envelope fiasco, Jen. Yeah. Wall Street Journal is saying that Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway may have been given the wrong envelope because the man who's entrusted with keeping everything straight was preoccupied with Twitter. Hmm. His name is Brian Cullinan, and he's a partner at PricewaterhouseCoopers, the accounting firm that counts the votes. He was apparently tweeting like a crazy person backstage. He's since deleted those tweets, but there is a screenshot online of one he took of Emma Stone backstage after she won Best Actress, so he wasn't focused job. That's when he's supposed to be preparing for the next uh, award, right? That's the moment when he probably should have been getting ready. Yep. So he was most likely distracted. Now, the Oscars are notoriously secretive about the results and Brian and his partner, Martha Ruiz, may have been the only two to actually know the results. They each have suitcases with an identical set of envelopes at opposite ends of the stage. That way, no matter which side the presenters are entering from, Somebody there has their card. No. Oh. Is why they do it that way. Right. So then the person whose card doesn't get used, they have to discard of it or do whatever they do with the card Hmm. that doesn't get used. So Warren was confused, of course, when he opened it because it had Emma's name and Faye thought he was goofing around by stalling. So when she looked at it, she just blurted out the name of the movie on the card, La La Land. And Brian and Martha both knew it was not right, but it took a few minutes for them to relay the problem and, and get the crew on stage to figure out a way to sort it out. Now, the accounting firm issued a second apology last night. And someone from the company says Brian feels very, very terrible and horrible. He's very upset about this mistake. No comment on the Twitter thing. Also, the Oscars changed the look of the envelopes this year from red whiting on gold envelopes to gold on red, which might have made them harder to read. And TMZ says Warren and Faye bickered at the rehearsal over who would get to read the winner. Of course they did. Uh huh. Eventually, Warren caved and let her do it, but maybe that's why she read the card so quickly, because she didn't oh. want him stealing her thunder. She's notoriously difficult to work with, though. She's got a, she's had a reputation in Hollywood for decades. Really? Forever. Difficult, that's yeah. That's hysterical. But, uh, yeah, this was not the, the first screw-up. 
It might have been the most entertaining, but it wasn't the first. Sammy Davis Jr. announced the wrong winner at the Oscars in 1964. I heard about that. But I heard he handled it better, though. Like, he saw, he looked at the card, he realized something was wrong, and he said something on the spot. Yeah, he did. He said, they gave me the wrong envelope. Wait till the NAACP hears about this. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And then they brought a Hudson Wright one, and he he put on his reading glasses and joked, I ain't going to make no mistake this time, baby. There you go. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, in other Oscar news this morning, the Best Picture debacle was not the only screw-up. They also botched the In Memoriam segment by including someone who is still alive. That must have been a surprise, I know, especially if the person who's still alive was either in the audience or watching at home. Right. Uh, Janet Patterson passed away back in October. She was a costume designer who'd been nominated for four Oscars. She was nominated for The Piano, Portrait of a Lady, Oscar and Lucinda, and Bright Star. So her name was correct in the montage, but the photo was not. Mm. They actually showed Jan Chapman, a producer who is still with us. She says, I was devastated by the use. I was devastated by the use of my image in place of my great friend and longtime collaborator, Janet Patterson. It is very disappointing that the error was not picked up. I am alive and well and an active producer. Uh, but the actual, the actual dead people who were snubbed include some pretty heavy hitters. Gary Shandling. How do you not put Gary Shandling? Was he never in a movie? No, I, I'm... He was in I, movies. I would bet he was yeah. in plenty of movies. Yeah. Robert Vaughn, who was in Ooh. a lot of TV shows, but uh, he had to have been in some movies. Uh-huh. Uh, Doris Roberts, we know she was oh, in some wow. movies. And Patricia Arquette, who says that she's bummed that her sister Alexis wasn't featured, mm-hmm. but I'm not as familiar with Alexis's acting background as the other. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Others. Huh. So, yes. I mean, what's the big deal? Can't you add those four or five more people? It's already a few minutes long. Like, just put them in there. It's, if it, it is fascinating, isn't it? I mean... <laughs> how they they have so long to prepare for this and it's not like you know doris roberts died two days ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and they just didn't have time to add her to the montage right it's like and they always say well you know we only have so much time come right. on it's like four people yeah was prince i didn't see it was prince in? did they put prince in I, I honestly, that was when I got up and started working in the kitchen. Yeah, I had it on. I was listening to Sarah Bareilles, <laughs> <laughs> Kristen. So. Wait, you'd have to call her and ask. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we're gonna find out tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, it will be announced who our new crop of contestants is going to be for Dancing with the Stars. But of course, as always, names are being leaked. Including sixty-five-year-old <laughs> singer Charo. She's still with us? No. no I she already she... did it, didn't she? 
You thought she did. did you see her in the memoriam? Said the in memoriam segment. No, stop it. NFL running back Rashad Jennings. Hmm. Heather Morris from Glee is also on board, and this is the one that people are going to complain about, saying this is not fair. She actually was a dancer, even a backup dancer for Beyonce. Oh, oh well, there you go. I know. That's how she got her gig on Glee in the first place. They brought her in to teach the other kids how to do the single ladies dance. And they just added her to the cast at that point. I mean, it's yeah. not exactly ballroom dancing. And that's going to be the argument from the other side. Uh, but still yeah, but the dance is dance. Yeah. It is and it isn't. I mean, I don't think that uh, I, I don't think that she could ever learn ballet. I mean, they're very different. No, dances. but there, I, I feel like if you have the capacity, the skills, the rhythm, and the grace and style to be able to do the types of dances required if you on stage with Beyonce, that you could probably pick up the foxtrot fairly yeah. quickly. You think you, you think they have the grace oh, to do absolutely. that? They do, and they have the confidence, like to get up there, and sure. start doing it. Like if it was one of us, it'd be like, uh. and the discipline. They're quick studies. Well, yeah, and like she already knows how to count and do the rhythm. I mean, that's the thing. That's that big part of dancing is learning how to do count and she's already aware of and how the girl to do that from uh glee probably is too is yeah fairly experienced so other rumored cast members include nick from the bachelor yeah i feel like he's a given right always or one of the girls i'm sure maybe okay. rachel the new bachelorette maybe i heard she'll he be was on there. really rallying to be on the show real housewife erica jane chris Catan, nancy kerrigan Olympic gymnast Simone Biles. I'd like to see Nancy Kerrigan on there. Mm-hmm. She'd be great. Uh, Mr. T. Yes. He's going to be make there. It. Yeah. Uh, Normany from Fifth Harmony. Yeah. And if you're a Cheryl Burke fan, unfortunately, she has decided not to participate this season. But the entire cast is going to be announced on Good Morning America tomorrow. All right. <laughs> Jessica. Yes. Hi. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, thanks. Doing awesome. Got your headlines here. If you can pick out the real ones, we're sending it to Fifty Shades Darker and uh, hook you up with a pair of tickets to a film screening at the Real Abilities Film Festival. There'll be like 40 different movies for you to choose from. Very, very cool. So here we go. Awesome. Is the real one. A naked woman starts running with a high school track team. Is it B? A man named Mr. Pickles flashed his pickle at McDonald's. C... A naked woman with a pickle kicks a cop in the shins, or D, both A and B. Oh, I know it's A, because I've actually heard about that, and I used to be a track coach. Um, But I don't think it's going to be A and B. I'm I'm just going to go with A. I'm sorry, you should have gone with the Uh, A and B. Mr. Mr. Pickles! Pickles. Mr. Pickles has been a bad boy. Wow. Bad. Well, we'll get to the Mr. Pickles story here in a minute. But first, we'll start with the track team at Corbin High School in Corbin, Kentucky. They were practicing on their track Friday morning. I know exactly where this is. Are you serious? Suddenly, this grown woman (laughs) hopped the fence, stripped naked, and started running right there next to the kids. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. How awesome was that for the boys? I bet they loved it. All that skin flopping. She's 26. Her name is Julie Ledger. And if she's a runner, you would assume that she's in pretty good shape. Yeah. Yeah. The cops say she never actually touched anyone. In fact, she was actually really getting a pretty good workout in there. (laughs) Wow. But it was freaking out some people. (laughs) 
the and cops somebody were had to called come in and ruin all the fun. Arrested her for indecent exposure, <laughs> disorderly conduct, and public intoxication. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Wow. And someone at a McDonald's near Austin, Texas, called the cops earlier this month after a 38-year-old guy named Alexis Pickles started walking around with his pants around his ankles and his junk exposed. By the time the cops got there, he was at a nearby bus stop with his pants still around his ankles. And when they tried to arrest him, he elbowed a cop twice in the face and ran. Mm. They tried to tase him at least three times, but ironically it didn't work because he had too many layers of clothing on. Apparently he pulled up his pants by then. They eventually had to use pepper spray. Then he slipped in the mud while he was trying to get away. They got him in handcuffs, and now he's facing up to 10 years in prison for assaulting an officer. That's not good. Not Stories are good. crazy today. Hmm. I'm telling people are crazy. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.